0: Brian Levy. I'm a partner at Manchester Living and the host of the Manchester Living Podcast. The purpose of the podcast is to help people navigate the complex maze of elder care. There is a lexicon of elder care terms on our website at manchesterlivingpodcast.com. Today's new and noteworthy. Um, when I do research for the show, I often get myself wrapped up in rabbit holes and start thinking I have certain elements of a subject that we're, we're getting ready to discuss. And um, of course, with this uh, topic of Parkinson's that we're getting ready to talk about, it happened again. And so I got on WebMD and I started going down that rabbit hole. Um, and I came across this really funny clip that I thought would be a great icebreaker. Um, so let's roll the tape.
1: Sure. Oh, sure, that'd be great.
0: You know, uh, I mean, the thing is, Hitler really ruined that mustache for for everybody. Because it's really, it's an interesting mustache and now nobody could could wear it, you know. Oh, thanks. Oh, Jesus
2: Christ! What the hell? Did you shake that up on
1: purpose?
0: Parkinson's. There you go. Laughter and positive attitude are key ingredients to a happier, healthy life, ill or otherwise. Today we are talking about Parkinson's, and um, Parkinson's is a progressive disease of the nervous system. Signs and symptoms may include tremors, rigid muscles, impaired posture and balance, and change in speech. Causes? Some could be genetic and also environmental triggers such as toxins, herbicides, and pesticides. My guest today, Leisha Phipps, Program Director at Dallas Area Parkinson's Society, or DAPS. Beth Jacobs, retired pharmacist, still licensed, DAPS member, and Parkinson's patient. Thank you guys so much for being here. I'm really excited about today's show. I've never interviewed or had somebody on the show with a um, a diagnosis of what we're covering, so this is new to me. So thank you so much for, for being the, the guinea pig, if you will. <laughs> uh, let's jump in. Leisha, what is Parkinson's?
2: Well, I think you summed it up well. It is a neurological condition and there are millions of people that have Parkinson's disease. Um, sadly, a lot of people experience symptoms for years, and they are not diagnosed correctly. Um, we really stress the importance of a movement disorder expert um, so that folks can really get the specialized treatment that they they need, um, as there are a lot of advanced treatments that are available. Um, carbidopa levodopa is still the primary medication uh, that is used for people with Parkinson's, and that's been around since the, the late 1960s.
0: Back up to something you just said, movement specialist. Yes. A movement
2: disorder specialist or a movement expert is a neurologist, but they have specialized experience when it comes to issues, neurological diseases,
0: such as Parkinson's disease. Got it. Okay. And let's talk about DAPS for a second. What is DAPS and how do you engage with the community?
2: Sure, so DAPS is a, a nonprofit organization. Uh, we've actually been in Dallas since 1978. And so, what we do is we provide free services to the entire Dallas area. So, for example, right now, not only are we offering our exercise and our speech and our care partner, and our educational services online via Zoom, but we are also now, we have transitioned back into all of our locations. So we are in McKinney, we're in Plano, several Dallas locations, Duncanville, Garland. Um, So what we feel like we do best is we really want to improve the lives of all people that are impacted by PD. And we do that by coming right into folks back into your backyard so that folks can, can access all those great services. Great.
0: Beth, when did you first know something was not right, and how were you diagnosed?
1: Initially, I had a bit of a claw hand, and then I was also working out in a gym, and the trainer noticed that my left side was not as strong as my right side, and she encouraged me to use more weight, which I couldn't with my arm more. So eventually, I went to a neurologist to evaluate whether it had a stroke, or you know, I thought maybe I had a minor stroke, or... Um, something else was wrong, so they did additional testing. Um, then, it went, once it was confirmed, I was started on medication.
0: What stage are you in in the illness?
1: I'm I'm pretty much in the second phase. You know, I, I, I'm on medication. I have to work really hard at um, working out and taking my medication. Um, I do a lot of I do speech therapy. There's a lot of areas that um, help me to be more um,
0: normal, so to speak. Mm -hmm. What side effects are you experiencing? What adjustments or accommodations have you made to your daily routine? That's a good question. Um, I experience
1: side effects, like one of the very common side effects with Parkinson's is orthostatic hypotension, with, with the medications, I mean. So that means when you come from a sitting to a standing position, sometimes you get a little lightheaded. So you have to be very careful that once you stand up, you don't start moving too fast. But that's the second side effect is Parkinson's or
0: the medication, you don't move very fast. I mean, it, it just kind of slows you down. Interesting. So I um, th- right when you said that, it made me realize some of the people that I work with have Parkinson's in addition to something like dementia. So you're conscious of those things when you stand up and you may be lightheaded, et cetera. But when you have dementia on top of Parkinson's, the complications are probably tenfold because you can't think the same way. Mm -hmm. So you're more conscious of it. Right. One of the things that we learn in the speech therapy is
1: to be intentional because you go from your parasympathetic to your sympathetic nervous system. And when... It helps with you if you're swallowing as you move into the later phases of Parkinson's. A lot of people have difficulty swallowing with balance. Balance is a big, big problem.
0: Sure. What resources from DAPS have you utilized? Pretty much everything. (laughs) So what treatments do you suggest that have worked for you both medically and otherwise?
1: Well, I think what's really most important is that you know when your on and off times are and when to take your medication and how to take your medication. Mm -hmm. That's what I have done all my life and, you know, and and I have to practice what I preach. So, you know, taking your medication with a full glass of water on an empty stomach if you're on the carbidopa, levodopa, if you're in the extended release, you have to take it differently. Um, And then... um, you know, some of the other medications um, to be taken with food, Mo- most importantly is taking them on time because once you get behind and your Parkinson's symptoms start coming on, like for me, I have a lot of stiffness and, um, and then if I'm nervous, I get tremors. So if I take it ahead of time as opposed to after, I have better effects.
0: Have you ever used any non-traditional um, uh, treatments such as CBD?
1: No, I haven't actually tried that. I mean, I've I've, I've taken it occasionally for sleep Uh and it helps really well because your sleep is definitely interrupted with Parkinson's. I'm sure as it is with any aging process, but especially with Parkinson's, it is.
0: So anyone that's been diagnosed with Parkinson's needs both emotional and physical support. What are you doing for yourself?
1: Well, we have a group of women in some of my exercise classes and we all have the same philosophy of that exercise is so important and feeling connected is important. And, and, and we laugh. So we've started a women's support group and that's been really great. We go and everybody's at different levels. And we um, talk about what, what problems we're having, what we, what works, what doesn't work. And again, you have a hundred people with Parkinson's. You're going to have a symptoms presenting themselves. They're not
0: all the same, right?
1: Right. And I mean, it's just not like a stereotype that you can say, well, everybody has the tremor. That's just one, one segment of it. Sure.
0: Can you share a a funny story that's come out of the,
1: the support group? Out of the support group. Um, well, one of the, one time the girl was talking about how her husband was very frustrated with her because it took her so long to get out of the car. And I said, and my, my husband turned to her and he goes, oh my gosh, that is a huge problem. You know, because <laughs> you, know, you get somewhere and it's just, it's just really hard to manipulate your body to
0: move that quickly. So just sharing commonalities. It's nice to know someone else is going through the same thing you
1: are. That's correct. That's great. And tr- also, you know, you don't realize that there's other symptoms, for example, like smell. You know, you lose your sense of smell when you have Parkinson's. I had no idea. The doctor no idea. never, the doctor never noticed, never mentioned that. And then, then we had COVID, and that took away smell. And it's like my smell has been gone for a long right, time. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Old right. That? right, right, right. Yeah. But um, that, and um, you know, like the um, curling of your toes is a real common problem, and you don't realize it until you start talking to people, and they go, oh, "Yeah, I have that problem too." Mm-hmm. So it's, it's.
0: So That's where the support
1: groups um, work. you talk to other people and you you um, find out what um, symptoms they have
2: mm-hmm.
1: and what they've done to, that has worked and what hasn't worked and, and and we're all wired differently so what might work for me might not work for you
0: right you right know? That's great so what it, what what advice can you give someone who's been recently diagnosed with Parkinson's?
1: To own it and, 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 and go to, yeah, I really feel like DAFS has helped me so much um, because of the programming that, that they have. It's so broad and it hits every single topic and to make sure they exercise. Exercise is better than any medicine you can take because it's helped me. I, I was never this flexible. And so when I'm on, on times, you know, I, I really feel great. Yeah. You know, when I'm off, you know, I mean, I'm sure that the exercise helps that as well. Do you do yoga? I do yoga. I, I I do it twice a week.
0: All right. Tough question. When someone finds out that you've been diagnosed with Parkinson's, what do you want them to say? What's comfortable to you?
1: It's so hard to answer that because a lot of people say, I'm sorry. And, and it's like, they shouldn't say that. It's like, you know... It, because it's it's you can't help it. It's just like having hypertension. Right. I mean, you can't like, help
0: that. <laughs> that's your natural reaction when someone says, "Oh, I lost my grandmother last week." Oh, I'm so sorry. What? Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I it's just so hard to say because it, saying I'm sorry is is like it doesn't help. I
0: mean, it's mm-hmm. like right. Maybe what can I do to help you? Is is there anything? So be empathetic and solicitous to say. I, I, I was unaware, what can I do for you yeah. as your friend?
1: Right, right. That's and, right. you know, a lot of times I, 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 we were talking before and I said, you know, another thing that they'll say is, uh, you don't look like you have Parkinson's.
0: And, I said, uh, well, I've had the t- the Parkinson's tattoo removed yeah, from I, my I, forehead. I
1: didn't, I didn't want to advertise it because, you know, I don't know why. I mean, it's it, now that I've gotten used to having Parkinson's, I've been retired for three years. As a professional, I did not want people to know, Mm -hmm. but now I'm, I'm okay with it. I mean,
0: you own it. I own it. So you mentioned earlier, people that are diagnosed typically want to, want to keep it in and hide it for a while. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not, is it shame? Is it embarrassment? Is it because they haven't come to grips with the fact that they have a debilitating disease? What, why is that?
1: I I don't, I'm not
0: really sure. I guess you know, I, as more celebrities
1: come out with it, I mean, it's not it makes it, it easier. Yeah, it, it makes it easier. I don't, I don't know that it's that big of a deal as it would be. I mean, looking back,
0: I don't know why. Interesting. Leisha, what haven't I asked you that I should?
2: Um, I think one component to Parkinson's disease is the care partners, Um, And by care partners, we refer to anyone from a spouse to an adult child of someone with PD. Um, It could be a neighbor. It could be a family friend. um, It could be anyone, but someone who is an integral part of that person's life and even part of their treatment. Um, We at DAPs we recognize that that's a a big part of our community. And so uh, we actually offer several support groups that are specifically for care partners uh, to help them learn some of the coping skills to be able to address adjust and uh, and communicate well with their loved one so that they can be helpful um, and of course that's what a care partner wants to do they, they want to help and sometimes that that road changes a little bit um, whether the d- disease progresses or not um, that's that's something that's kind of hard to navigate but when you're in a group with other care partners who are able to share, um, this is what we've experienced. This is what's been helpful. This is not helpful. Um, it really takes away some of the isolation. And I feel like that's another component to uh, to Parkinson's is isolation. And so um, at DAPT, we feel like that is one of the key components that we provide is making sure people know that you are not alone, that we're going to offer you a community wherever you live in this area. We want you to know that you can connect with people um, that will validate who you are, where you are, um, and no one is going to be surprised if um, if you do have an off episode in the middle of an uh, exercise class, or right. if you fall, um, everyone will say, okay, let's move let's on. We've fall. got this. And is got a, this? a
0: care partner could be someone that you set them up with, someone in the community, a friend, family, anyone?
2: Absolutely. It could be anyone. Uh, typically it's someone that they live with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it could be, as I said, you know, a spouse. It could be um, an adult child who actually has a parent that's moved in with them. Um, could, could be a neighbor, just could be a close family friend uh, who's the primary person that might actually take someone to and from um, a, a class. But as Beth said, there are so many different stages of Parkinson's Um, You know, there are lots of people who live very, very full lives with Parkinson's who are still able to drive for many, many years. Um, I think, as you mentioned earlier, there's sometimes a stigma when someone is diagnosed with Parkinson's. My life is completely ended. And everything I do now, I'm not going to be able to do it. Um, And that's that's really not not the case.
0: Living proof right here. Living proof. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What haven't I asked you that I should?
1: Well... I'd like to add on to what um, Leisha was talking about, you know, with all of the community within our Parkinson's group, there are so many dynamic people and there are varying degrees. You know, the gym that I work at, we're we're called, it's called tribe wellness because we are a tribe of Parkinson's patients. Tribe wellness. You know, the DAPS classes I go to, we have each other's cell phone numbers. If somebody doesn't show up, we're texting each other going, where are you? Right. Uh, yesterday I had two people call me saying, I'm not making it to class today. and I can't reach the instructor. So we have like such a community as support. And it means so much because we look out after each other. And um, um, it, it, it does, even when you go to programs, you have someone to sit with and to talk to and they meet somebody new. and. We always welcome everybody in. It's like a special club. It's amazing. The sense of community that made me grow. And I I didn't even mention like the speech therapy through um, Samantha does such a great job with the Parkinson voice project. Again, such a sense of community. They get the choir and they sing like this year, they're doing their their, um, sing out or um, program and they're gonna have close to 300 people. With Parkinson's disease, singing in this choir. Wow. So, I mean, the it, it's yeah. great to have that and, and the support. And it's all through dabs, you know. I mean, we that's where it all started. I remember driving down Walnut Hill and seeing the, the church saying Parkinson Tai Chi classes or boxing, and I just went, gosh, I, I called up, and they were during the day. Well, I worked during the day. I couldn't go. I mean, but as soon as I retired, boy, I went, and I, sw- I, I got better.
0: I Amazing. Mean, you know? That's great. That's yeah. Great. So I don't know. That, that's. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. All right, ladies, we're going to move on to the nugget portion of the show. I saw this visual on the interwebs uh, a couple weeks ago and I clipped it and I wanted to share it with you because it resonates. So if you'd show it on the screen, this little kid's on the phone, he says, geez, grandma, it's not that hard. Go into the settings, select Wi-Fi, select it, tap with your finger. Oh my God. Any finger. This is is a great example of um, adult children and um, grandchildren navigating care for their adult parents. Be patient. They taught us how to use a spoon. Just be patient. That's my message for the day. (laughs) Um, All right, let's move on to the lightning round. This is um, a time for the viewers to get to to know you guys personally. So we're going to start with Leisha, and then we'll go back and forth. Leisha, where were you born and raised? Dallas. Cleveland. College. And degree?
2: Um, Baylor for my in social work and then UTA for my master's.
1: University of Arizona for my pharmacy degree. Wonderful.
0: Leisha, can you write in cursive?
2: Yes, I can actually uh, calligraphy. I'm impressed.
0: I can, but not very pretty. Understood. <laughs> Favorite concert, Leisha? Sting. Favorite concert? Uh, probably Jimmy Buffett. Favorite concert venue?
2: In, any venue with staying.
0: Anywhere with staying. Anywhere with staying. Favorite Stay. concert venue? I would say Red Rocks in Colorado. Good choice. Cook or Uber Eats? Uber Eats. Cook. Cook, Cook. all right. <laughs> iPhone or Android?
2: iPhone.
0: iPhone. Good choice. Fiction or nonfiction? Both. All right. Fiction or nonfiction? I would say both. Text or call?
2: Mm, both.
0: Wow. <laughs> Beth? Call. All right. Alicia, favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. Favorite holiday? Fourth of July. Oh, don't you patriotic. Thank you guys for being here. If the viewers want to reach you, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Um, Lisa? do you want to go first?
2: Sure. Uh, DAPS.org. Uh, very easy. D-A-P-S dot org. Um, all of our services are provided there and we can be reached, of course, via email at DAPS at DAPS um, or phone number 972-620-7600.
0: Wonderful. And if anyone wants to reach Beth, they can get a hold of you through, through Lucia as well. Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you for watching Manchester Living Podcast. We can be found on Facebook, the World Wide Web, YouTube, iTunes and anywhere else that you can dial us up. Thanks for watching today. If there's anything I can do for you, don't go back to Google, just give me a call.